Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from Clinton, Connecticut. Welcome to the show, Pat Singarella. Thank you, Victor. I'm excited to be here. Well, great to have you here. Now, Pat, you come from the world of digital marketing, and I'm excited to have this conversation because marketing has gone through a lot of transition, especially over the last couple of years, and now AI tools seem to be everywhere. It's hard to know whether you're talking to a real human or talking to a chatbot, and I think it's creating a little bit of resistance, actually, uh, among consumers and among investors in general as to whether they're being, in fact, manipulated by some kind of AI tool. Uh, But before we dive into the details, maybe give a little bit of your backstory and how you got to this point in your journey. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of cool. No one's ever positioned us as as marketing, but the more I think about it, it's definitely where we land. So my background into investing, I come from the corporate America. I was a corporate salesperson for about seven years. Throughout my time, I was always listening to the investing podcast, knowing there was a bigger world out there than I was currently participating in, getting involved in masterminds, networking events, hiring coaches, and realizing that I should be and could be going so much bigger. Post-corporate America, I was involved. I, I launched a sales consulting gig, and one of my key clients was actually an accredited investor lead gen company. They provided digital ads funnels for GPs to collect leads, content information of accredited investors. During that time, I spent a lot of time with sponsors, getting to know them. I would talk to multiple sponsors within a specific asset class in a day and a week. And I very quickly noticed this gap of really the supportive differentiation between all of them in one place. Uh, On top of it, not being able to find all of the deals they were uh, raising for in one place. And that's what led to the position we're in now at Invest Clearly. I love it. So in my mind, I like to separate and maybe even start with some definitions. So in, in my mind, the term marketing is the process of generating interest and sales is the process of generating revenue. And somewhere along that continuum, there's a there's a transition that happens. In the world of marketing, a lot of people these days are just resorting to what I call interruption marketing, just trying to grab, literally clamor for attention. I yep. find that rather distasteful, frankly, and I think most people do. And frankly, people don't want to be sold, but they are willing to be educated and they are willing to learn more about things that they're interested in. How does, how does your process work in a manner so that people don't feel forced, don't feel manipulated? It feels like a natural pathway, a natural progression. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of our key value props is disrupting that influencing. And, and, and one of the things I say the most is we aim to get beyond the no like, and trust. We're in this world now where influencer marketing is very, very quickly, the, the no like, and trust principle is becoming a, a sales and marketing strategy versus a way people used to help determine if they should do business with someone. And so the follower account and the audience building is very much being misconstrued as trustworthy and expertise. It always, there's a, there's a, there's almost a funnel to buy versus the, the education factor. And so our model, what we brand as is getting beyond no liking and trusting and verifying. And so on invest clearly, what we do is we collect testimonials from experienced LPs on GPs out there. The 
reviews are verified. The LPs must upload proof that they have material participated in the deal to then build trust amongst other LPs reading that feedback. So the way we disrupt this pattern of, of influencer mistrust, whatever you may call it, is we are actually not compensated by any sort of participation in the deal. And so every we, we don't sell LP data or leads. We are not commissioned by dollars raised. We're not OGPing and we're not broker dealers. So regardless of an LP ends up investing with a GP, which they can't even do on our site, it, it doesn't impact us whatsoever. And that is the way we're able to retain the trust of the LP. And the way our business model is set up is our LP is actually both our product and persona. Meaning if we lose the trust of the LP, the entire business crumbles. Um, so that's how we're remaining unbiased and objective in this whole process. Fascinating. So from a distance, an LP looking at some content, how can they differentiate? How do they know that what they're seeing has higher integrity than the other stuff that's out there that might not have integrity? Yeah, that's a great question. So, so the the way we've set this up, and, and and if I start talking and I'm going in the wrong direction, let me know. But the way we've set this up is the GPs on our profile have three different profile options. And this is where the integrity comes around. The first option is a completely unclaimed profile. What this means is even if the GP never wants to talk to me again, doesn't like the platform, they will still have a profile on here and will be reviewed by the LP. We have a claimed profile, which is where the GP can come on, effectively have a login to the back end where they can update certain information that I may not have been able to provide from public info. For example, if in, there's a lot of lack of standardization around assets under management versus square footage versus doors, certain GPs like to benchmark themselves a certain way, but certain LPs like to actually have that standardization to help with their decision. So. A GP can log in, update that information, and go from there. And finally, the GP has the ability to upgrade their profile. With the upgraded profile, they cannot affect reviews. There is no ranking system. All they're able to do is add an additional media information about the company, calls to action, like booking a call with their IR team, social media, things like that to make their profile look better. And so the integrity aspect of it is, number one, we are absolutely not incentivized by any sort of payment to then advertise one GP over the next. We can't do that. On top of that, the integrity of the reviews, as I mentioned, we don't publish reviews unless they have been verified as someone who has truly participated with the GP. For example, someone goes through the review process before it gets published, the LP must submit some sort of documentation showing they participated in a deal. Most common ones we get are screenshots of the investor logged into their portal, emails, things like, hey, your K-1 is ready. Uh, people have sent me distribution statements with their financial information blocked off. So it really helps us validate that it's not a bunch of fake reviews or random people that are putting on there, but the reviews you are reading is the actual experience from someone who went through what you are looking to go through, good or bad. So how do you make money then? Yeah, that's the upgraded profile option right now. And so, you know, we're a startup. We're in, we're very much in version one of this. Okay. The way we make money is through the upgraded profile. So if a sponsor wanted to, they have the ability to upgrade their profile. And that is essentially adding in additional calls to action onto their profile. And so the goal here, and it's going to come with a lot of analytics 
And what that's going to look like is, is when I was running sales for the accredited investor legion, what we realized is the more we took the LP out of the, the, I would say the path of least resistance to get their contact information to the GP, the less likely they were to convert. Now we're not doing anything like this on this platform, but what we're saying is if the LP spends more time on the GP's page and doesn't have to go to external sources for information, they're less likely to compare you to another GP and less like and more likely to click on a specific call to action. So everything here is being initiated and driven by the LP. The GP is paying to present themselves better. And that's one of the biggest differentiators we see versus some of the other resources out there is there's a lot of masterminds and forums and things that exist with comparable features everyone else is charging the LP. But in those masterminds, forums, networking things, it's a very, very limited information because there's no participation from the GP. And so how are you charging the LP by also providing them with suboptimal information? We're looking to disrupt that by saying the GP can participate. They cannot influence reviews. They cannot influence rankings. They can only represent themselves better in terms of information. And everything must be initiated by the LP. Fascinating. Now, at one end of the spectrum, you've got the Wild West. At the other end of the spectrum, you have the thinner broker-dealer network where you have due diligence firms, law firms doing very detailed reports on sponsors. They're capturing everything from company financials, history of the principals, making sure they've got the requisite insurance policies in place, and on and on and on. That's at the other end of the spectrum, and there's this great gulf in between, and you're basically looking to fill that void. Correct. So there, I'll give you an example. Uh, I spoke to an LP one time, and he invested in a syndication, and through a year, uh, there was a 30% return. Syndication sold, deal sold after year, 30% return. That is going to be the information collected by the broker-dealers, by everyone registered, and in the advertising material. The qualitative side of things was that investor told me that the operator was actually on the verge of failing, but were bailed out by the market and someone came in with a cash deal. That's the experience we're trying to show is what is beyond the marketing, what is beyond the quantitative analysis that people may not know about. Now, keep in mind, what I, I want to make sure I'm telling everyone is we are not the GP Reapers here. We are trying to find extremely good operators for the LPs because we live in this world where the there are operators out there that have been outperforming the market and over-communicating that are losing the digital battle that can't put together a, a PowerPoint deck. And so our goal here is not only to to close that gap on the negative side of things, but also highlight these operators that should be highlighted. I love it. Well, Pat, if folks want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way? Absolutely. So the website is goinvestclearly.com. My email is pat at goinvestclearly.com. And I am on all social media, Pasquale, Zingarella, across the board. Fantastic. Well, Pat, love uh, the perspective, love what you're doing. And for the listeners at home, definitely connect with Pat Zingarella at goinvestclearly.com. The link will be in the show notes. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.